This is Big Podcast. Build a Big Podcast, the marketing podcast for podcasters. David Hooper with you. Bigpodcast.com is the website. You know, I got a new book out. I've talked about it here. But in case you missed it, 101 podcast episode templates right now available to you for 99 cents. It's on Amazon.com. More information, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. This episode, an audio version of that newsletter, got some great things when it comes to the name of your podcast. That's important, right? 101 podcast episode templates, not a sexy name for a book, but you know exactly what you're getting. And what I have found every single time when you have something that's very specific like that versus something that is clever, specificity works. You're a smart person. But when you make people work more than they have to, that's going to come in between you and them. So consider that with the name of your podcast. Let's get to it. I started thinking about this because I find that a lot of podcasters, when they don't immediately get the listeners that they want, they're quick to change the name of their podcast. That is not necessarily a bad move, especially when you've jumped into a name without really thinking about it. You found something you thought was cute and clever. Maybe not so much. (laughs) I've certainly done this. You're on a roll, man. All right, I'm going to change everything. And you do. Sleep on it. Next day, what did I do? Maybe you've even bought domains like that. It happens. So in this issue of Big Podcast Insider, I've got some things for you to consider when naming your podcast. Taking a little bit of time to do this in the early stages of your podcast is going to save you a lot of time in the future. Speaking of naming a podcast, this podcast, Build a Big Podcast, it was originally called Big Podcast Daily. That name worked for a minute. It didn't work in the long run for a few reasons, and here's why. Big Podcast Daily contains the frequency of episode release. And that was true at the time. I started this as a fluke. 30 podcast episodes in 30 days. I thought, all right, I need something to podcast about. It's Napod Pomo, National Podcast Post Month. You may be familiar with National Novel Writing Month. A lot of things going on in November when it comes to 30 days of blank. Podcasting is no exception. So I needed something to podcast about for 30 days. The company's called Big Podcast. Okay, I'll make it called Big Podcast Daily. 31 days, I'm out, man. Do my 30, and that is it. But... I kept it up. I want to say it was 160 days. I don't remember exactly how many days that I did it. Let's say I did it for six months or so. And it was exhausting every day. And I'm not talking about a sausage factory podcast. You may be familiar with that. I talk about it a lot. This is when you do something, maybe on Anchor, you roll tape, you're reading, you're improvising, you're thinking on your feet. It's off the cuff. It's not meant to be listened to. That's a practice podcast to help you become a better host. To actually do something like this podcast, to think of a subject, to outline it, edit it, write episode notes, that takes a little bit of time, even if it's a five to seven minute podcast. And daily, yeah, didn't work for me. It also didn't work for a lot of the listeners. What I've found with daily podcasts in general is that people become overwhelmed, not only the host and the producers, but the people listening. They think, oh man, I'm never gonna catch up. So what do they do? They stop listening entirely. Sometimes less is more. And I would make the argument for most people, two, three times a week, and that's on the high end, that's going to be better than something that is daily. Here's the other issue I had with the name Big Podcast. That sounds general, and adding daily made it sound like it was a news show. 
What kind of podcasts are daily? New shows. Something like a how-to podcast, a marketing podcast like this one. That is not something that you usually find that is done daily. So Big Podcast Daily, not as descriptive as I wanted. People thought it was something else. People thought it was general. I could get listeners that way, but they weren't sticking around. They weren't the listeners that I wanted. If you find yourself in a similar situation, you've got a name that is not working for you or it did work for you and it's no longer working for you, however it works out, there's nothing wrong with changing it. It's also better for you to change it now than wait. You might've heard that Chinese proverb, the best time to plant a tree 20 years ago, second best time today. If you know that you want to change something, do it. There's no reason to keep driving home that current brand if you're not going to stick with it. But do not make the same mistakes now with the current name change that you made naming your podcast the first time. Use your second chance to come up with something that you can work with and that's going to work for you as long as you want it to. By the way, if you've got questions about this, you want me to take a look at a name, hit me up. Twitter is the best way to do it, at David Hooper on Twitter. I just got a message from Shondi Goins. Shondi Goins is, I'll call him a motivational speaker. He's a guy with an interesting story, was homeless, addicted to drugs. Now he's not. Got in the military, cleaned himself up, got an education. He's been through a lot and he's using that experience to help other people do the same. He wants to work with people that are similar to him, help black men get out of trouble, get themselves together. And he had some ideas they were kind of general. There's black men. Okay. So it's not just any man, specifically black men, but what about those black men? How young are they? Who are they? Where are they now? Where do they want to go? That's the kind of specificity that I'm talking about. I can help you work through that. Hit me up at David Hooper on Twitter. If you've got an idea and you're not really sure about it, I'm going to push back on you. I'm going to say, how can you go deeper? So you might save yourself some time, go through that first iteration. How can you go deeper? And I'll probably ask you again, maybe you want to go through two, three iterations of that. You can keep the brand name talked about Big Podcast Daily, going to build a big podcast. Big Podcast works in a few different ways. It's the name of the company, but it is also what you want. That is why people come to me. So there are ways to work around it if you've got something like that that you want to keep, but try to be specific. You are not isolating people. You are bringing them to you. For somebody like Shawnee, for example, he's got a podcast for black men. Well, you're already isolating people that are not black or that are not men. Go ahead and go deeper into that. You're wanting to give people something that is just for them, not for everybody, just for them. The world is a big place. I understand we want to be inclusive, but general stuff, it is out there. And you giving something very specific to a certain population, a certain type of person, somebody going through a certain situation, oftentimes that is the nicest, most helpful things you can do for somebody like that. We want somebody who knows our situation. We want to be understood. Don't be afraid about being specific. Hit me up at David Hooper on Twitter if you want feedback on what it is that you are doing. You like that? I think I'm going to leave that in. <laughs> Let me tell you how I came up with it. I was listening to an old record, whatever you want to call it, digital download. <laughs> a dude named Z Trip. It's a musician, DJ, producer. He's done his own stuff for years, probably 20 years ago is the first time I heard about him but he's actually the guy behind LL Cool J now. So if you go to see LL Cool J in concert ever, Z Trip is the guy in the turntables behind him. Anyway, he had a track and I guess he sampled an old read along book. When I was a kid, we would have these books and they would say, when you hear this sound, turn the page. You're reading along with it. You're learning how to read. 
And when you heard the sound, chimes usually, something like that, you would know that it is time to turn the page. I think I'm going to start adding that to these big podcast insider episodes because I've got so much different content that I'm going through. And sometimes it blends from one thing to the other, kind of like a Z trip record, honestly. <laughs> Check them out if you're into that kind of stuff, turntablism and stuff. All right, let's talk about it. What's the perfect podcast name? I love names that tell you what you get. Talked about it with the book, 101 Podcast Episode Templates. Build a big podcast. Maybe done online dating. Wouldn't it be great if the person that you were looking at will ruin your credit, will move in your house, will eat all your food, will cheat on you and break your heart. It always ends up better when you know what you were getting into and your podcast, a book, anything that you do is no exception. I've linked and this and all links there at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. This is a short Twitter thread on good copywriting. Something like build, to take it back to build a big podcast, if I were to analyze that based on this thread, build is problematic because I'm asking you to do something. Something like receive, accept, win. Something that doesn't imply effort on your part might be a little bit better, but it's also not accurate. So how can you balance what it is that you do with making it seem easy for your listener? That's the question. What is the perfect podcast name for you? You're going to want to take a look at this thread, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. The six-word podcast test. I love this. I'm going to give you two words. Tell me the TV show that I'm thinking about. And I'm going to give you a hint as to what this is. It's a television show. MTV Cops. That was the two-word pitch used to sell the television series Miami Vice. This is a series back in the 80s. Crockett and Tubbs, remember them? This is really what put Miami on the map. Before Miami Vice, it was a retirement community. I guess I'll call it the drug culture that became very popular down in Miami. Miami Vice showcased that. Speedboats, sports cars, suits, wearing shoes with no socks, MTV Cops. It was super music heavy. Was it deep? Eh. There's a six word test. It's a focus strategy that you might find helpful when it comes to describing and organizing your work in this way. Specificity is good. Short and to the point makes that specificity even better. You're going to find this six word test very interesting. Run your podcast name through it. The ideas for a new podcast name through it. You're going to get a lot out of this. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Let's continue the thread on simplicity. Naming your podcast, a lesson in simplicity. Most podcasters, when it comes to naming their podcast, they go in one of two directions. One of those directions, they obsess over the perfect name, often changing it multiple times, even after launching. I talked about this on the very beginning of this episode. How many times have you changed your podcast name? You're not getting the listeners that you want. Oh, just change the name. That'll be easy. We do that as humans, right? It's not working out. Switch careers. Not working out. Move to a different city. Not working out. Start dating a different person. It's a pretty easy fix. It can make you feel like you're doing something. Is it effective? Eh, not so much. So getting obsessed over the perfect name, changing it multiple times, even after relaunching, that may not get you where you want to go. The second thing that podcasters do, they use the first name that comes to mind without even thinking about it, even checking to see if somebody else is using it. Iron sharpens iron. How many podcasts are called Iron Sharpens Iron? Get your bros together. They're working out. Hey, man, you know what would be cool for a podcast? 
Iron sharpens iron. <laughs> yeah, all the other bros and all the other workout groups, they thought the same thing. So there's 50 of these podcasts. They're basically the same thing. A bunch of hypermasculine bros getting together, slapping each other, telling each other how tough they are and how tough they're going to be because of this. I've seen this in every creative space, by the way. Musicians approach naming a band the same way, the same for authors who need a book title. When I talk about a lesson in simplicity, what I've got here, it's not a magic formula, but it is something that may change the way you think about naming your podcast. It is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Sometimes simple is better. I've talked about being specific. That's always better than clever. I've talked about being concise. Always better than long-winded. But simplicity, that's also something that's easy to overlook, and I don't want you to do that. Because simple gives you a lot to work with. It gives you breathing room, space. Consider this a lesson in simplicity when naming your podcast. That is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. And while you're checking this out, by the way, I want you to read the comments. Also some great advice for coming up with a name for your podcast or any of your creative projects. How a big shot writing coach beats writer's block. Every day, every single day, 365 days a year, I post helpful advice for podcasters via Twitter. I talked about Twitter and you reaching out to me at David Hooper. You can also follow me there. I've got helpful advice for podcasters. As I mentioned, every single day, how do I do it? Not even just Twitter, other social media outlets, obviously this podcast, the newsletter that I'm talking about, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. If you're like me, you constantly need new ideas for episodes and other content. And sometimes you get stuck. Then what? Six tips for you. These are from Roy Peter Clark. As I call him, a big shot writer's coach. This is how he beats writer's block. He has authored and edited 20 books. I think you'll find them helpful to keep things moving forward with your podcast and other creative endeavors. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. One more thing for you. This is the best way that I've found to collaborate on podcast production. Maybe you've got a co-host, you've got a producer, you've got an engineer somebody editing, you want to let your editor know, take this out. Don't take this out. Make sure you don't mess with this. I really like this. Edit for time, edit for clarity, whatever your comments are. It's called note tracks. Think of it like Google Docs, but for audio. You may be familiar with Google Docs. It's like Word. It's a word processor, but what makes it cool is it is on the cloud. And if I were to put up a doc in Google Docs, I can invite you to it. I can edit your stuff. You can edit my stuff. You can put in new ideas. I can put in new ideas. It's a collaborative tool. It's very powerful. You don't have to send files back and forth. You can do that with your podcast production. This company, NoteTracks, they've got a Nashville connection. That's how I know about them. This was a tool originally created for musicians, but man, is it great for podcast production. If you do have multiple people working on your podcast, this is a no-brainer. You send your podcast to an editor. It's got the notes exactly where the editor needs to see the notes. No more giving a Word document. It says, at eight minutes in, change this. At five minutes in, change this. That gets confusing, especially if a big chunk of that episode gets removed. Eight minutes in, no longer eight minutes in. Note Tracks handles all this for you. The comments that you make on your audio, it's right there. Have you ever listened to SoundCloud? Go listen to Z Trip on SoundCloud. <laughs> SoundCloud. Some people use it for podcasting, but more or less, it's been very popular with DJs. A lot of people in that community use it. You upload your music, but what's interesting is that listeners can comment on parts of a song. Let's say you really love the chorus. Oh my God, that's a great chorus. That hook. 
It's got a flute in there. Oh, the flute. I love it. You make that comment right where the flute came in, right where the hook came in. This is something very similar. It's called Note Tracks. It is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I've been using it for a couple of years. It's cool, man. Even if you're a solo person, it's a great way to get feedback. This is how I deliver feedback to the people that I work with. It is very, very cool. You want to check it out? Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Hey, I'm a little bit behind on getting episodes out to you. We've got so many great interviews in the can. They are coming up very soon, specifically with people that have used their podcast to do other things, coaching, consulting, book publishing, book deals, speaking tours. If you're using your podcast to do that kind of thing or you want to, you want to make sure you subscribe to this podcast, build a big podcast. And here's how to do that. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. That is the easiest way because I've got three links there. You pick the link that works for you and you're going to know it because one of them is for iPhones. You've got an iPhone, click it. Got an Android, got a link for you. And if you want an RSS feed, I've got that too. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Do subscribe. It is free. If it doesn't work for you, you can unsubscribe at any time, but it will make sure that you never miss an episode of this podcast. All this great interviews coming up, you will get them delivered to your phone or wherever you get your podcast free of charge and as soon as they are released. As far as the newsletter, let me give you that. Everything that I've talked about here today, it is at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. You can get the email delivered to you every Friday morning, New York time. So if you want that, as soon as this stuff comes out, I look at podcast marketing a little bit different than a lot of people. A lot of people in the podcasting space, they're talking about tech and they're talking about mergers and they're talking about call her daddy made a bajillion dollars and just moved into a 10 bajillion dollar house. All right, cool. Good for her. But how does that affect you? How does that affect you growing an audience? How does that affect you connecting with your listeners? How does that affect you making money with your podcast? This is the podcast for you if you want to do that. Grow your audience, make people care about what you're doing, make impact with your message. Newsletter is part of that, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Thanks for subscribing to the newsletter. Thanks for subscribing to the podcast. And I will see you on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.